0: And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. Before we begin tonight's episode, want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Want to shout out Don Tolly and the team at Tolly and Associates there with American Family Insurance. Also want to shout out Nikki Grom and Barnes Roofing, Adams Bar and Grill, David Jin Showborough, Rob and Stacia Studer, Patrick Lyle, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, the High Ho Bar and Grill. Weaver Overhead Door, Scott Hudson with Reese & Nichols, i Capital Realty, Chad & K. Lewis, and Bill Javik Electric for all coming on board. Thank you guys so much for your contributions and sponsorship of the podcast. Now we go on to tonight's show. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to a combination of the Clifton's podcast and the Grand River Conference podcast. I am your co-host, Clifton Grooms, along with my other co-host, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Jeremy, how are you?
1: I'm good. Clifton, how you doing?
0: Doing good. Doing good. On our way back from Rosendale to um, watch um, state semifinal number one, as um, the number one and number two teams in eight-man football collided, as Archie took on North Andrew tonight in Rosendale. Um, big big win for North Andrew tonight. We'll we we'll get into a little bit more of the recap here in just a second. Um, We'll get into the first quarter here real quick, and we'll recap quarter, quarter by quarter here. Um, first quarter, Andrew Goff um, scores ver- North Andrew's first possession. A one-yard touchdown there to make it an 8 nothing North Andrew lead. Archie comes back down Briar McIntyre um, the talented quarterback there for the whirlwinds a 28 yard touchdown run Um, then Hayden Necker, and we'll talk a lot we'll, we're going to actually um say Hayden Necker's name a lot yeah. quite a bit tonight so a 19 yard touchdown run that made it 16 to 8 Archie at the end of the first quarter so um Jeremy, I'll offer up your thoughts on the first quarter of this game.
1: Well, the first quarter, it looked like it was going to be a, um, I would say, a battle between the two teams. Both teams were pretty efficient on the offense on those first two. Uh, and both of them, it looked like, you know, North Andrew came down and Patton and North Andrew, they ran the ball, uh, had one pass, but ran the ball pretty much the rest of the time. Uh, you know, Hayden Ecker had some runs, uh, Andrew Goff uh, ran it in, but it was a lot of Hayden Ecker on that, and then Archie came down, and uh, McIntyre, you know, had some big runs on that, and, and it looked like it was going to be a, an offensive show between the two teams, and they were just going to go back and forth, uh, so really, that's what it looked like in the first quarter, it was just going to be back and forth between the two teams.
0: Yeah, I actually sat on the side, I can't remember who I talked to, I think it might have been you or Chris Roush, one of them, I said, oh, we're going to have this kind of game, aren't we? Uh, but, turns out we actually didn't. Second quarter, North Andrew comes back down with two straight scores. Um, Ecker on a 39-yard score on one. Um, Braxton Linville on an 18-yard score. Um, the two-point conversion was no good on the Linville score. But then um, McIntyre, another wrong, a long run, 30-yard touchdown run before the half to put Archie, to give Archie a little bit more closer to the deficit there. Um, North Andrew walked into the um, locker room at halftime, 30-14 to with the lead there. Um, Jeremy, I'll just give you your thoughts on the second quarter.
1: Well, North Andrew started taking control. Uh, they did get out to a 30-8 to lead before Archie scored that touchdown late with a little over a minute left. Uh, but what really was the difference was that North Andrew had some key stops and then went and scored to get that lead. Uh, North Andrew uh, really controlled the second half. Uh, as I said, Archie did have a couple of big plays to keep it close. Uh, so they went into the uh, second half. Archie was going to get the ball. So Archie still had an opportunity, but North Andrews started really controlling the game uh, and really started started setting the pace for the rest of the game.
0: Yeah, that's what North Andrews. I thought really, you know, has really done all season long. They really have dominated the line of scrimmage. They just ran. They just run the football. They just run their offense. Very, very well. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what they say. Yeah. So, um, so 30-14 North Andrew at the half. They come back out in the third, um, make it 38-14. Linville on um, Braxton Linville on a 16-yard touchdown run. Um, McIntyre did um, the probably the only passing touchdown of the game came into the third quarter. Briar McIntyre a six-yard touchdown pass to Brock Smith to um, make it. Um, it was a 38-22. Um, lead for North, Andrew at the end of the third quarter. I thought really, and Jeremy, you you want, you want can talk about this a little bit. I thought really one of the questionable things in the third quarter, um, Archie uh, went down the field and um, they took about six and a half minutes off the clock yeah. there in the third quarter and, um, and I'm thinking like, okay, you, uh, you guys are down. I mean, you, they got to push the pace a little bit. That's what I would do at least, but uh, I thought that was a little bit questionable, but um, you know, but Oh, North Andrew had Archie down 38-22 to at the end of the third. Jeremy, offer up, offer me up your thoughts on the third.
1: Yeah, I mean, Archie is, is a good passing team. They had some players that, that were able to uh, to catch the ball, and I know McIntyre, he could throw the ball. Uh, so I'm a little bit surprised, uh, especially because North Andrew's secondary is not their strength. It's it's their line up front on defense is where their strength is. So I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't uh, – passed down in you know, Worth County has some success doing that against North Andrew. And so I, I too am a little bit surprised that they didn't uh, force the force it down the field a little bit faster. Um, and they were really playing in North Andrew's strength there. Because North Andrew, um, you know, when they got the ball back, North Andrew was gonna control the, control the ball and they were gonna take some more time off the clock. So yeah, I was a little bit surprised there and and then once it got into you know, the fourth quarter, which we'll talk about a little bit after that, it just it just seems like uh, Archie wasn't able to do anything after that.
0: Yeah, so we go into to the fourth quarter now, and I'm going to make this kind of short and sweet because the fourth quarter, I mean, it just became the Hey Necker show. Three touchdowns in the – three touchdowns in the fourth for Ecker. Um, ended up with five total on the game. Touchdowns of 16, 11, and 9 on the ground. Also, um – had an interception late in the game, so um, it just became the Haynecker show. I tell you what, this kid, I can't say enough great things about Haynecker. I mean, this kid's a stud. I mean, you know, I mean, he's first team All-State named by Missouri 8-man football for a reason. Um, had an absolute tremendous season. You're going to hear um, Coach Dwayne Williams here, on um, at least on my podcast here, in a little bit. Um, you'll probably hear him on Jeremy's, yep. too. Um Call Haynecker the best player in the state, and um, he really showed why. Definitely, he is definitely in that conversation there. So, those three touchdowns there. Final score ended up being 60 to 22. North Andrew are moving on to the state championship game for the second time in three seasons. So, um really, i um, Jeremy. Just um overall, um, just give me overall your thoughts on North Andrew going back to state. Well,
1: I i started i covered north andrew early in the season i was at their jamboree and i was at their first game of the year um and and i did have some uh talks with uh with their coach dwayne williams early in the year and one of the things that he really said and he, and he did talk a little bit about this in the interview uh that you'll be hearing too uh from him but one of the things that he really said was that um you know they really bought into this last year they left was a really bad feeling in the mouth they went six and five you know some some teams that would be a good season but for north andrew that was a really a a very down year for, for them and it was a season that they really uh i wouldn't say they wanted to forget because they didn't they didn't want that feeling um to to happen again they wanted to take what happened last year and they wanted to to basically um learn from it and so one of the things is that that you know he said is that they he knew how to fix it he knew how to fix what went wrong last year but he had to have the players buy into it and and one of the things that they really did this year is what he told me at the beginning of the season is that they worked the entire summer in the weight room they worked in the camps and they really worked towards the season I could tell this was going to be a special team at the beginning of the year and and it was one of the teams that I thought was really good now I I I did North Andrew fans probably look at me and said, "What well, you know? I ranked Worth County ahead of them early in the year. Uh, in some of my polls, I was really impressed by Worth County early in the year. There were some things North Andrew I thought had to work on early in the year, especially uh, you know how they played King City. But you know North Andrew, I did say they had probably the best starting lineup. They weren't as deep, and that was one of my concerns. And, and my concern was that they stay healthy." They have stayed healthy. They're a little banged up in some areas, but they have stayed healthy for the most part. Um, and and I just think their starting lineup is as talented as anybody. Their their line is probably one of the most talented lines on both both sides of the of the ball. Uh, but it's probably one of the most talented lines I've ever seen. And then you throw Hayden Ecker in there uh, as a running back. Hayden Ecker is one of the most talented running backs I've seen. He's de- definitely the best running back in eight man this year. And, and so I, I just see they're gonna be a very, very tough team to beat, no matter who it is, Sweet Springs or, or Bishop LeBlanc, they're gonna be a very tough team to beat next week. And, and you know would be my pick to win the state championship next week.
0: I think this is a this is a team last year you know you talked about that six and five season this is a team that dealt with some you talked about a little they're a little bit banged up a little bit but you know this is a team that had dealt that dealt with some injuries all season last season so um you know and um you know it's i knew if this team were to get healthy i think thought they could have made a run like this and um they definitely have and i've told several people you know i had the chance to see them earlier in the season back in week 2 against LeBlanc because I that was one of the games I really pinned into my schedule real early in the season with North Andrew and LeBlanc. I was real excited when the schedule came out, be like, "Ooh, this is one that I really have to go to." I told several people, several friends of mine who were LeBlanc barons, I said, "You know, that might be the best 8 man football team I've ever seen." So, um, congratulations to North Andrew moving their record now to 13 and 0. On the season. Congratulations to Archie uh, on a tremendous season. Coach Drew Smith, they're a Briar McIntyre, heck of a player. He'll be back next season. Probably going to be one of the more talented players in eight man football um, next year. But um, no, at least on my podcast, uh, Jeremy's going to tell you here in just a second what's coming up on his podcast. Uh, Jeremy, what's coming up on the Grand River Conference as far as postgame?
1: Um, I have an interview with uh, Coach Dwayne Williams after this, and uh, so that, so you'll hear that uh, interview with uh, with Coach Williams.
0: And absolutely, I got. Um, I, got I also have a certain uh, separate conversation with Coach um, Dwayne Williams after the game. Um, Coach um, talked about tonight's win over Archie and um, moving on to the state championship game next on Thursday. Coach, obviously, you know, big win tonight.
2: Um, moving on to the state championship game. Um, coach, just um, give me your thought, um, your initial thoughts. I'm just super proud of my kids because this week was a tough week for us. We were coming off that Great Worth County win, uh, you know, beat up, banged up. Worth County's real physical. And so we were we were a little banged up this week. And the kids bought in to, to all the little things you want them to as far as take care of your bodies and, and icing and stretching and all the things we preach. And they did all that this week. And, and you know, just their effort tonight was fantastic. It's a great, uh, great Archie team. Hey, Necker, you know, um, a great
0: year he's had. I mean, another exceptional game for him, five touchdowns on the ground. Can you just talk about
2: another great performance from your senior running back? He's the best player in the state, and, and, and I don't think that's up for debate. And uh, he's had a fantastic season. He's played most of the year hurt. Tonight was one of the few nights he's been 100% healthy before the game ever started, and, and that's what happens when he's healthy. In our offensive line, you know, they, they're just they're maulers. And if you give him a crease, he'll take it, and, and that's what he did tonight. He, he's just he's just fantastic.
1: Over 300 yards on the ground tonight, uh, one pass. Did this feel kind of like a vintage North Andrew win?
2: Well, a little bit because uh, uh, some of that was questioned a little bit. Uh, We were kind of called one-dimensional a couple times this week, and my guys took offense to that. And we might be considered one-dimensional, but we'd like you to try to stop the one. And that's what we did tonight. We kind of leaned on them and told them what was going to happen tonight and how we were going to win this football game. And, again, like I said before, our guys buy into that. When we tell them, hey, this is how we have to win a football game, that's what they do, and and I'm just really proud of them.
0: Coach, my last question to you. Um, um, Moving on to the state title game now, moving on to Columbia, short week of practice here. Um, How are you guys planning on taking this in? Obviously, we don't know who you're playing yet. Um, How are you planning on taking all this in as we head to Columbia?
2: We're going to do everything the same as we've done the last 13 weeks. We've got different days, but on Sunday, we'll treat Sunday like Monday, Monday like Tuesday, Tuesday like Wednesday, and so forth like that. We're not going to change a single thing. That's one thing I think that makes us good is we don't change. We're steady. You
1: know one last thing. This is an offense, Archie-wise, that has done really good at getting out in space and being able to kind of do what they want. For the most part, couldn't do that tonight. What were you guys doing defensively?
2: Well, uh, most of the games that we saw on film from them, they were playing three-man fronts. And we knew that if we did that, we were probably in trouble. And so we kept on our four-man front. I think it maybe threw them off a little bit on their blocking assignments uh, because they weren't used to a four-man front. And we were willing to take some, take some risks. We're what we call a gap attack defense where we each have a gap and we get after it. And sometimes we give up big plays doing that because that's kind of the risk you're taking. But we also make big plays doing that. And when we kept with our, our same strategy we've had all year get your gap and control it. And we were able to do that most of the night.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back here with myself and Jeremy Benson. We're still continuing on with this portion of the Post-it Notes slash Grand River Conference podcast. Um, You know, Jeremy, I mean, you know, again, you know, hey, Neckers, big day on the ground. Um, 241 yards on the ground, five touchdowns on the night. Another tremendous game for the All-State running back.
1: Yeah, he was and, – and I've seen this from Hayden Ecker before. He just – he seems to get better as the game goes. Uh, he's very hard to stop. I I, I saw one of his touchdowns. That I think, I can't remember which one it was, but uh, I just saw him like he just burst through the line, and, and he just couldn't be stopped. He, he, a great hole was opened up from the line, but you could just see him burst through, and it just seemed like – he, he was going all the way, and uh, he just is a very tough player to stop, and he just had a tremendous game tonight.
0: Again, North Andrew wins 60-22 to is the final score in Rosendale tonight. Um, again, thank you to Coach Dwayne Williams for coming on postgame for not only my podcast, but Jeremy's as well. But um, on my podcast at least, uh, we are going to take a quick commercial break Um Get back. Um, this is the first portion of the podcast, and when we come back from the second portion, the second portion is going to be recorded in the studio. Um, we will be um, talking about Bishop LeBlanc's game tomorrow against Sweet Springs. We will be previewing that. Also be previewing um, East Buchanan's um, home matchup with Duchenne tomorrow night as they get set to... Um, for their second Class one semifinal matchup, second straight year there in the Class 1 semis. Um, Also, during the next portion, we are going to preview Northwest football as they travel on the road to um, Grand Valley State. Another meeting there with the Lakers. Um, Bearcats and Lakers have met for three national championships. Now, meeting once again for the first time since 2018. Lakers are the top team in the region and the number one team in the nation. We'll preview that and... We'll preview, we'll run down the MIAA basketball schedule on sa- on Saturday as both Missouri Western teams and the Northwest men are in action on Saturday. Um, quick commercial break. I'm Jeremy. Um, thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for allowing me to come on yours as well. Um, thank you for everything. You know, great representation, great social media representation for the Grand River Conference. Um, if you want to find all things Grand River Conference, um, Jeremy, let, me, let them know where you can go
1: uh grandriverconference.com you can find everything and on there if you want to see the blogs it's blog.grandriverconference.com and the podcasts are podcasts.GrandRiverConference.com.
0: absolutely jeremy thank you so much definitely check out the um, grand river conference on all social media platforms up we're going to take a quick commercial break um you're going to hear from our sponsor anchor as we come back with for the second part of the post-it notes and welcome, everybody, back here to the Post It Notes. We are officially back here in the Cliff Notes Podcast Studios, AKA my house, here. Also, again, thank you so much to Jeremy Benson for joining us on the first portion of the podcast. Again, congratulations to North Andrew on advancing to the state championship Thursday. And the other state semifinal, coming off their first district championship since 1993, Bishop LeBlanc are making their first semifinal appearance in program history. The Golden Eagles will make the two-hour trip to Sweet Springs. The Greyhounds are in their first season of eight-man football and are coming off upsets over North Shelby and St. Paul Lutheran to win the eight-man District 2 championships. Definitely both these teams are definitely playing their best football in November. You can hear from head coach Chuck Davis on the Week 14 pregame show that is in the podcast feed right now. For the second year in a row, East Buchanan will host his Class 1 semifinal Bulldogs are coming off a 14-6 quarterfinal win over Gallatin and will host Duchin tomorrow at 1 p.m. Duchin defeated Portageville 35-22 in another Class 1 quarterfinal. The Pioneers coming to Gower with an 8-4 record against... uh, They come in with an 8-4 record with games against Class 3 semifinalist Cardinal Ritter and Class 4 semifinalist and defending Class 3 champion St. Mary's and Class 4 quarterfinalist MICDS, so they definitely have been battle-tested on the schedule. Again, game time is 1 p.m. there in Gower. A rivalry will be renewed in Michigan on Saturday. For the sixth time, Northwest and Grand Valley State will meet in the Division II football playoffs and will match up for the first time since 2018. The Bearcats and Lakers have met in three national championship games in 2005, 2006, and in 2009. Northwest holds a 4-2 lead in the series, including winning four straight. Among those, one of those games was the 2009 National Championship game. The Lakers, however, come into this game as the region's and nation's best team and have the number one scoring defense and the number five scoring offense. in the nation game time is set for, for noon. You can watch the game on Flow Sports they charge a $20 monthly fee. Or if you don't want to pay for the $20 monthly fee on Full Sports, you can listen to Bearcat Radio Network. John Coffee and Matt Trenton will have the call. Of that winner will meet the winner. The winner of this game will meet the winner of Fair State in Pittsburgh State and the Super Region 3 finals. Saturday is also a busy day for MIAA basketball. Missouri Western will host Avila for a women's men's doubleheader. Women will tip off at 130 men at 3:30. Also on the day, number one ranked Northwest Men will host Morningside. They will host Morningside at two p.m. at Bearcat Arena on Saturday. That will do it for tonight's edition of the Post and Notes. Up tomorrow, we will be in Sweet Springs, Missouri, as Bishop LeBlanc will be making their first semifinal appearance in program history and will be looking to make their first state championship appearance in program history. We will recap that game, plus we will recap East Buchanan's game against Dushin, and we will also recap Northwest and Grand Valley State. We'll recap all those games and MIAA basketball on tomorrow night's edition of the Post-It Notes. Want to thank up North Andrew head coach Dwayne Williams for hopping on the podcast a little bit after its team's wins. Congratulations, North Andrew! 16-22 winners over the Archie Whirlwinds tonight in Rosendale. I hope you guys have had a great rest of your Friday night, and we will see you on Saturday for another edition of the Post-It Notes.